You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti, giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station as we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. But right now, let's head out to the wadeford.com hotline. Welcome in David Sampson, the host of the Nothing Personal podcast, part of CBS Sports and the former team president of the Marlins. David, appreciate the time. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, doing well. Uh, I want to start off the diamond and specifically with Bally Sports because I know you have a hand in dealing with these situations as well, TV deals and the like. It looks like Bally is in a bit of trouble. So I wanted to ask you about the future of streaming games. What do you think will happen for our teams here, the Braves and the Hawks, if uh, Bally can't be resurrected? Well, first, I would say it's very unlikely that it's going to be resurrected because you're seeing a complete change in how consumers want to take our content, take baseball's content. They want to do it on whatever device they want, wherever they are, and whatever team they want. So Major League Baseball is trying to get all the streaming rights of all the teams in-house, and it's not working so well right now. But with all of the Fox Sports South, and or now it's Bally, so Atlanta, and you've got Tampa, and Miami, and so many other teams – If Sinclair goes bankrupt, which it looks like they will declare bankruptcy, it'll give MLB an opportunity to take all those rights in-house or find another way to take all the streaming rights in-house at least, and that'll get them on their way. I think that's the future for sure. So you're thinking something along the lines of if you want to watch all 162 Braves games, you're going to have to pay 20, 30 bucks a month. So I think that that's possible because right now the, the cable issue is that subscriptions, subscribers are down. And the reason why rights fees were what they are is the networks would pay you a certain number of dollars per subscriber. But those number of subscribers are going down and they're not coming back. People are pretty tired, I guess, of paying for channels that they don't use. And so you can't sort of spread the cost across different channels. So you saw what Major League Soccer did this year. They took all of their teams and sold the streaming rights to Apple. You are seeing more and more national games on streaming platforms. Amazon has a Thursday NFL package. Peacock has an MLB package. Apple TV has MLS and MLB. When the NBA asks for new partners, you're going to see a streaming partner. So this is very much the future, except the future happens to be now. I would argue, though, David, that baseball is a sport desperately trying to reconnect with its younger fan base and gain more subscribers, as you said. So putting it behind an additional paywall, I know it may be all or nothing there, but I don't know if that seems like the best way to go. Well, but if you look at the demographics of the people who stream, 
just look what NFL did, right? They have no problem getting eyeballs. But Amazon, the demographics for the Thursday night games, while there were fewer people than on linear television from the year before by, let's say, 2 million a game from 13 to 11, the age of the people watching on Amazon went way down. And that is gold for these sports leagues, and especially baseball, where the demographics are aging. You want to find a way to turn that around. And to do that, young people are streaming. They just are. And so we got to do that. Plus, don't forget the whole blackout situation in baseball has been a major problem for decades. And that's all because of TV territories, all because of linear and, and the cable television regional sports networks. When you, you know what streaming means, it means wherever you are, you can watch whatever you want. A guy uh, that plays for a team you're very familiar with, Jazz Chisholm, makes the cover of the MLB, the show video game. Do you think that's a good sign for baseball, embracing the youth movement and the swagger and the confidence that fans like to see? I think it's good if Jazz is good. I think it's good if he's healthy and productive and the Marlins can somehow do what I couldn't do and what Derek Jeter couldn't do and find a way to bring fans into the ballpark. At least I got a World Series. Jeter didn't get that. But in all seriousness, the Marlins have to find a way to win, and and that's where the stars come. Now, you can say that Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are superstars on teams that don't win, and that's true. But uh, Jazz Chisholm is not in that league by any stretch. I think it's great. With the They're trying to be cool, and that's all about getting younger. That's all about streaming, and Jazz represents young and cool, but uh, he's also going to have to represent good. Talking all things baseball with former Marlins president, current CBS MLB analyst David Sampson. Check out his podcast, Nothing Personal, wherever you get your podcast. Great stuff there every single day. All right, on to the diamond now, David. Let's start with our Atlanta Braves here locally. Dansby Swanson has left town. Do you agree with the Braves' decision to not put up the extra cash that he was looking for? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 100%. The best front offices know when it's time to let a player go, and they don't do it too late. They do it either on time or too early. The Tampa Bay Rays are a great example of that. And again, my 18 years, I I unfortunately would hold on to players sometimes too long or or trade them way, way too soon. Uh, What Dansby was getting, your, your Braves front office is really smart. Forgetting the fact that they won the World Series just a few years ago, the reality is that by locking up all the young players they did, they're making choices, and they're choosing upside. And there's a chance, a really good chance for overperformance of these contracts, meaning the players will play better than what they're getting paid. There is no way that Swanson can pay, play better than what he's currently getting paid. And if you stick by that philosophy and try to get overperformance by players versus their contracts, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And Alex has been really good at doing that. Another guy that uh, had an arbitration case not go his way this time around was Max Fried. He's obviously the ace of the staff, second in the Cy Young voting. Do you think that could be a bad sign for the team getting a long-term deal done with him? Yeah, I'm going to talk about this on tomorrow's Nothing Personal, but I'll say it to you first. I promise you 
that Max Fried has zero ill will toward the Atlanta Braves for taking him to arbitration and losing arbitration. Zero. It is all manufactured. Agents use that to try to make owners uncomfortable with arbitration, to try to get owners to settle, to try to get owners to overpay in the arbitration system because they, they're told by agents, hey, my guy's going to be unhappy. There's not one player I had, and I went to arbitration so many times over 18 years, including with players I just traded for who I met in the arbitration room for the first time. And I became very close with Kevin Gregg is, the, is an example of that. Or I went to arbitration with Miguel Cabrera, Cody Ross, Dan Ugla, all people who I had great relationships with. Uh, that is very much an agent-driven concept. Max Fried is going to perform. The minute he walks out that door, he's not thinking about it anymore, and he's focused on winning the Cy Young and, more importantly, getting back to the World Series. Certainly good news there for Braves fans. Let's stick in the NL East. Do you think Philly last season was some pixie dust and magic there, or do you think they're serious contenders again this season? Well, man, they got better, didn't they, with Trey Turner? And uh, they, they got hot at the right time. But if you look back at last year, what happened with Philadelphia is they got rid of Girardi, which was a great start. And all of a sudden, they started playing better. And then they got a pretty tight back end of the bullpen. And you need that going into an end of a season and then a postseason. And that's something that Philly hadn't had. Don't forget they're going to be without Bryce Harper for half the year. He's hurt. But the addition of Trey Turner is very helpful. But for me, even with their moves with Trey, with the Mets moves, whatever, you know, exchanging DeGrom for Verlander, the best team in the National East is still the Braves. And that's not because I'm on the phone with you. That is what I'm going to say when I talk about the season or predict what I think is going to happen this season. The Braves are so deep and so good. And to have a full season with Acuna, who I'm assuming is healthy, uh, makes them the best team in that division. A team that could be challenging the Braves for the NL crown is out in San Diego. David, is it financially possible for them to hold on to all those stars? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There, you know, Dick Monfort, the owner of the Colorado Rockies, came out, which doesn't happen. Uh, owner-to-owner public fighting is very rare unless they're in a CBA uh, negotiation. And even then, it's frowned upon greatly. But Dick Monfort came out and said, what San Diego is doing, it's not sustainable. And he just said the quiet part out loud. I don't care how rich your owner is, Peter Seidler, how much money you want to invest. I don't care about another photo of the Padres Fan Fest and how excited everyone is, and there's a waiting list for season tickets. It's all a fagazi because they will not be able to keep all those players, which is fine. You can't keep them all, but they better win this year because uh, otherwise they're going to have a problem because Machado is going to use his player opt-out, and if they want to keep him, they're going to have to all of a sudden pay him more than he's making now and extend him further than the original 30 over uh, 300 over 10. And then you've got Juan Soto, who's going to tuck in under Shohei Otani, but he's going to have at least a three-handle, maybe over $400 million. It's just not possible to do. And the Padres have done this often. 
remember when they got uh, Craig Kimbrell and all those guys a few years ago? Sure. And they kept him for like a minute and a half and then got rid of them all. I think that uh, they're building back up and trying it again and taking advantage of the Dodgers who are trying to not really crush the luxury tax threshold. So uh, this is a huge year for the Padres, and it's not successful unless they win the pennant, and I don't think their pitching will allow them to win the pennant. Speaking of money, David, um, the Oakland A's, I mean, it's honestly a bit of an embarrassment what's going on out there. What do you foresee for the future of that franchise, and how does baseball get back to a place where there's more competitive balance? Because it seems like now we got the same five teams every year. Well, I, I could push back on that a little bit, actually. I think that if you go back the last time there were back-to-back World Series champions was 98 to 2000. That was the uh, Yankees winning three in a row. Almost So many franchises have won a title here in the 2000s. And uh, if you look at any particular day in baseball or any particular year, half the teams have to lose. And our view always was if you're going to lose anyway, you might as well really lose. That's the concept of tanking, sort of. But the real concept is we don't want to be in the middle. And the A's right now, they've been hugely successful. They don't have a ring, but they've been very successful in the past decade in terms of playoff appearances and really good seasons. Now they're just in a window where they're not going to win, and they'll get through it, much like in Houston. It wasn't very many years ago that they lost, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they lost over 100 games three years in a row. The Houston Astros, prior to this stretch of unbelievable success, So I don't criticize what the A's are doing, but if you don't get the rebuild right, then you never get the open window of winning, and then you go back into a rebuild without having that time of winning. So a good example would be the Orioles or the Marlins, who right now need to start winning 81 to 85 to 90 games, making the playoffs, because their players are starting to mature and get more expensive. So they're now sort of in a winning mode, if possible. But teams are always either going up or going down. And and that's how it's always been. Yeah, I would just say there are certain teams, though, it just feels like at least in the last handful of years, teams like the Reds, the Pirates, the Athletics, the Marlins that you mentioned, it just seems like they're going nowhere, David. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, listen, there's, there's all, every year, there, and I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm defending teams who stink because I'm not, but it's part of the game. By definition, half of them are going to have losing records. But you mentioned the Reds. It wasn't many years ago they signed Joey Votto because they made a good playoff run. Then they signed Moustakis and uh, oh, Castellanos for $64 million each, and everyone was super pumped up. It turns out they were the wrong moves. But there was an attempt to sustain winning, and then they realized they couldn't, and they decided to back off and, and reload and start again. So not all teams, when they're going for it, succeed, and not all teams, when they're rebuilding, succeed. So you just have to wait and see what happens. But I'm, I don't think you should be embarrassed by the A's until they're not able to build something back up again. But they've proven under Billy Bean, who's stepped away now, but they've proven that they've been able to do that. 
Last one for me, David, as we're talking to David Sampson, host of Nothing Personal on CBS Sports MLB, as well as former Marlins team president. All right, if I said put your uh, crystal ball to good use here, starting in the 2024 season, at least 50% of all local games will be streamed online. Oh, God. Um, no. You, you, you made the market too high. You said, I think you said at least 50% of all games will be available to everyone streaming? Yes. I'm going to take the under, but only by a year. I think as we get into the mid to late 20s, 2020s, uh, that number is going to be right. All right, David. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it. We'll do it again soon as the season approaches. Looking forward. Have a great day.